Hey everybody, we are back. Mm-hmm. Second episode of Mayhaps. This is Cassandra. Oh my goodness, we are so excited to be here with you guys. So, Dara, are you excited? Yes. Yes. <laughs> oh wow. Yes. Um. So so stinking excited. We talked about so many things last week. Um, yeah. We taught you guys the get up. We taught you guys Swedish. We talked about Papua New Guinea and the laughing death and just Absolutely. a lot of information and education. And we have a lot of really exciting things coming up this episode. Because knowledge is power. Knowledge is power. Remember, Remember that. that. Put America. that down in your notes right now because if you want to be powerful, you got to have knowledge. You got to have knowledge. So if you're among the small percentage of America's population that hasn't heard Mayhaps yet, we want to just do a little review mm-hmm. for you guys. Um, you'll actually have to do a little bit of self-teaching because if you are the people who have heard Mayhaps, we're having a practice session right now. So mm-hmm. we taught you the get up. We taught you how to speak Swedish. We mm-hmm. want to give you just a couple of seconds to kind review. of go over that, yeah. review that, because yep. practice makes... makes- perfect Perfect. Mm -hmm. and that's what we want we want you guys to be able to you know be perfect (laughs) so we want the best from our followers strive for perfection we want to push you guys to be your best so we are gonna give you guys 10 seconds to go over the get up starting now now that was great oh (laughs) yes Woo! you guys are you guys professional dancers? Seriously. I, wow. That, ooh, you guys did better than we did. <laughs> so very nice. That was excellent. We'll give you a couple more seconds because now it's time to practice Swedish. The Swedish, uh-huh. exactly. Because if you go to Sweden, you want to be able to introduce yourself. Yeah. If you can't introduce yourself, you can't make a friend. And right? why go to Sweden then? Uh, you know? Right. Like right. So, we're all about making friends. Uh, yeah, just take a couple seconds. We'll count down from five. No. All right. Yes, America. Swedish. Now Swedish. let's say it together. <laughs> hey, meet, nom, and Cassandra. There it is. Yes. Wow. So we yes. learned so much this time. Mm-hmm. We wanted to start you guys out with, since you're so fresh with the get up and we just saw how amazing you are at it, what's... I'm going to just teach you a little bit more. We're going to teach you the next part of the get-up. Because that's what we told you guys. We said every episode we're going to teach you a little bit by little bit. And exactly. so here's the next bit. The next bit goes like this. So we already did the half jack to hototiel. Hey, I'm not perfect in America. The half jack into the toe heel toe into the kick spin around flip deluxe hop and a kick okay so next part so the next part after that is pretty simple actually it just goes kind of like this so you take your feet (laughs) what are you doing (laughs) you take your feet (laughs) and you're gonna put one foot your right foot you kind of stomp to the right Mm. and half jack formation so you're not doing the half jack but it's the same formation right stomp to the right left you stomp to the left okay and then as you do that, okay, when you take your right foot and stomp, mm-hmm. you take your right hand, cross it over, grab your right, your left leg. There mm-hmm. you go. So you got that, America? Right hand, right, left yeah. leg. Yeah, they're taking notes, right. so they got it. Okay, the notes? Okay. Then you take your left hand, and as you stomp your left foot, mm-hmm. your left hand goes to your right leg. Okay, so you do that. Yep. And then you do a spin around and then you kind of lift up on your toes. It's like a toe lift. If you've ever done a toe raise, 
to build your calf muscles. Mm-hmm. Very beneficial, actually. Yeah. I would say did some of those today. Yeah. Burned, didn't it? Yeah, Dana? it burned. Actually, a little um, a little preview <laughs> to our podcast <laughs> for the future. We were we, Cass and I like to work out, and we were working out the other day. And with our vlog in the past, we've actually made workout videos and yes, workout vlogs. We've never posted them. Um, but we were talking about it and we were like, well, what's better for a podcast than other than explaining how to dance, also explaining how to work out. Exactly. And so eventually we will bring you guys on our workouts with this podcast. Because what is the worst part of workout videos, guys? Be honest. I mean, we're all regular people and mm-hmm. we look at these people on YouTube or on TV or They're whatever. They're also they're so fit you know they're, they're so, so perfect fit. are they even sweating while well, we're over there in agony and we're not even doing it right you know <laughs> so, so we just want to give you the real raw rugged exactly version of working out the triple r remember triple r. that america almost as important as the five <laughs> there's three <laughs> So we think that a workout video where it's not actually a video would be more beneficial for mm-hmm. our well-being, like our mental health, because mm-hmm. we're not yeah, watching we're not these gonna, super fit people. We're, we're just not going to fake it ourselves. for you guys. We're going to be real. Yeah, and, and you won't be able to see us. Do yeah, the you workout. won't. Cons- you won't see so us. It's not gonna, you'll probably smell judge the yourself. sweat because yeah. we're going to be working oh, so hard. Yeah, we are. Anyways, just keep that in keep mind. Keep that in the back pocket. <laughs> so that's that's about it for the get up, I guess. Yeah. So you just cross the right arm to the left leg and the left arm to the right leg and <laughs> spin around and do a toe up and when you do the toe up, your hips kind of go forward it's kind of like yeah. you're pulling up your pants yeah like you're pulling up your pants uh-huh. very extra like so make sure your elbows are like sticking out to the side and your hands are on your belt like a little hoedown like a little hoedown yeah yeah ooh, ooh. <laughs> so okay, that kind of segues us into our next topic. This was actually a suggestion from a viewer. A viewer. Yeah. yeah, one of our viewers said, hey, why don't you do this? I really would appreciate it if you guys could help us understand art. Art, exactly. Art. So we're going to describe to you a painting mm-hmm. from a very famous painter. Won't oh. tell you who it is. You guys need to determine who the painter is and what painting this is from our description and get excited because not only are we going to describe for you this painting this is where you guys get involved you guys are going to take a piece of paper out and a pencil or a pen maybe some <laughs> crayons some crayons <laughs> and you, do, you, you are going to draw the picture that we describe now after you draw it we want you guys to take a picture of it and send it into us and whoever has the best drawing is going to get a shout out on our next episode whoop whoop so you guys do that america Mm -hmm. because this is an intense competition don't Mm -hmm. you delay so the first thing on this painting is let's see dara what do you see i've actually um examined this painting a lot because I'm in a class called Art and Culture right now, Ooh, and so I had to examine different paintings and the lines in them and the meanings behind them, the symbols, the imagery. And so with this painting, the line that I noticed was straight up the middle. <laughs> it was just straight Classic there. line. Straight, it was a straight line. Um, this painting's very abstract. It's very, very colorful. So they use this painter very uh, masterful, Masterful. decided to use a lot of bright colors. So there's pinks, purples, greens, blacks, blues, oranges, yellow, 
red a whole array just a whole array like a rainbow on canvas a rainbow on canvas um so this painter also likes to use abstract symbols and so the image oh how do i describe this without giving too much away well i would say just tell them what you see so here's what i see i see an ovally shaped hair ovally shaped hair next to a partial face that is purple but then behind it the second half of the face that is yellow that is connected to the face kind of like a double face but also a single face that's the one face on the left side of the painting but on the right side of the painting there's another face another face with with a green forehead green forehead big dot big a little orange moon on the cheek and then a purple face and they're staring into the eyes of each other but are they really because these faces are a little wacko looking it's kind of hard to tell but they both have kind of big stomachs that stick out but it's also made in the shapes of (laughs) circles um and there's there's two arms for one of the bodies is that two arms i think that's an arm so there's some arm going straight up one arm goes straight up another arm kind of hugs around the other person the other person but the other person is entrapped doesn't have legs looks like a pill a person looks like a pill pill. if you will pill guy pill guy well pill guy Um, like a pill bug but a guy you see and behind the two people so just let me make it clear again on the left there's a girl on the right there is a girl staring into the eyes of each other but they look nothing alike. Oh. In the background, it's all... It's like wallpaper, like a it's diamond like a wallpaper, wallpaper. With different colors, but it's red, green, and yellow, and a little bit of orange. And it's squares with circles inside of it. All right. Now, if that is not enough information for you guys to figure out who this painter is and who the painting is... I don't know, like, what, what is. is. Yeah. <laughs> you guys, if you take an art and culture, you should probably already know this. We'll give you one little more hint. Um, the name of the artist rhymes. No, don't say it. Don't no? say it. No? They'll, they'll find out. Okay, all right, all right. They, you can't... <laughs> well, how about the first name? We'll reveal it. the first name? No, they'll know that. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are too famous. smart. Viewers? But we'll reveal it on the next episode. Um, but they have to... They have to make their own image of, of what we described Definitely. before they see it or else they're just gonna um make that you know yeah absolutely so you guys go ahead and work on that mm-hmm. if so you want to have... replay the episode a few times try to really understand what we're yeah. saying we both have taken art and culture so we are really kind of experts i would say oh, mm-hmm. oh. Next, okay experts next painting art. next painting next painting yeah yeah we're all right ready. so our next painting is actually what would you say you see here I'll start. (laughs) Some lines on some paper, very squiggly, squiggled around. Very squiggly. Of various colors. Yes. You know, I think you just hit it on the the head. Like, that was... That's it. Squiggly colors. (laughs) Squiggly colors. I guess we were warmed up from that last painting. It's just everywhere. Just everywhere. Um, how How about... Describe how it makes you feel. Honestly... (laughs) (laughs) it makes me feel like i feel like spaghetti (laughs) we have very different mindsets apparently um yeah it reminds me of like a kid in a fun shop oh a kid in a fun shop yeah with like spaghetti like uh, I was thinking like the spray, the the string spray. Oh, silly string! Silly string! That's Love what it's silly string! Imagine yeah. silly string sprayed all around, everywhere. All you can see is colorful oh, silly, silly string. string. Oh, woo! Everywhere. Wow, 
yeah, that's basically what what we had. Yeah. Um, so, America, you can go ahead. This painting is not for submission. No, just so the first one. Just the first one. Don't come to us with a bunch of silly string cans because yeah. we will not shout you out. But we love you guys, and we would love to hear from you about that first painting. Mm-hmm. Um, and also how it makes you feel because painting and art is a lot of feelings, feelings yeah, and emotions, feelings. and you, you can't forsake that. Um, Don't forsake your feelings, America. <laughs> but That's anyways, one of the four pillars. Next thing that we want to talk about, um, actually we want to teach you, is because one of our jobs is to inform and educate you exactly. in this show. And we taught you Swedish last time, but this time we want to teach you Italian. Italiano. Italiano. So there's actually a little bit of a story to this one. Um, Dara actually taught me Italian a Did few I? years ago. We were eating some meatballs and we actually saw a meatball. <laughs> we saw a meatball. <laughs> saw a meatball, and Dara said, Dara said, Cass, you know what this is? It's a spicy meatball. And she said, Cass, all you need to do, she looked at me and she said, Cass, you just need to take your hand to speak proper Italian. Just take your hand. <laughs> Put it in a, a shape. Like How an Italian shape. Like a, it looks like a tulip. <laughs> tulip hand. Everyone knows the hand you do when you're the speaking Italian. The hand you do when you're speaking Italian. It's your fingers clenched together, together pointed up. Point Not up. a fist, but in like a point up type point of thing. Up, yep. And you kind of shake your hand like this. Mm-hmm. And you say a spicy meatball. Yeah. And, and any anyone will understand that from Italy. Like, even if you just visited Italy, you know what a spicy meatball is. Yeah. So if you guys want to say it with us, we're going to go through a spicy meatball a couple of times. But you have to, if you want it, if it's, if you're going to speak Italian, you have to have an Italian accent. Like, you can't just say Italian words and make it. Embarrassing. Yeah. That that wouldn't be good. That wouldn't be good. So, how I like to say is, Mamma mia, that's a smite. That's a. <laughs> See, we're not perfect. Ooh, I'm America. very out of practice with yeah. my Italian accent. Good thing we're doing this. Honestly. I try again. <laughs> you guys say it with me too. Mamma mia, that's a spicy meatball. Oh, uh, sir, are you from Italia? <laughs> yes. So that was pretty good. You guys take a minute, do it. Um, go ahead it. and do it with us again, real quick. Ready? Uh, Mamma mia, that's a spicy meatball. You see how you can do different variations, different Mm -hmm. tones, different fluctuations of the voice. Just listen to Dara's Amitabala one more time. Amitabala. And now listen to mine. (laughs) Amitabala. Wow. You can really, you know, put your own style into it. You really can. It's open to you, America. You know what what I would like to do in the future is do an Irish accent. Oh, my goodness. We're both Irish. Are we? (laughs) You're Irish. <laughs> I'm part. Yeah. Par- I heard partially. this girl speak in Irish, or like she was speaking in English, but she had an Irish accent the other day. Yeah, yeah. And it's kind of mesmerizing. Mesmerizing. Yeah. Well, I've always thought your accent was mesmerizing. Oh, oh. Which Irish? Is that not an Irish accent? The one I normally the, speak in. Yeah. One time I told I was told that I have a Virginia accent, and I don't know what that means. Um, but if you guys yeah. know, let us know. Yeah, mayhaps. Mayhaps. Mm, perhaps. Well, that's our Italian that's, lesson. Yeah, definitely the Italian. So now we want to transform and transport you guys. Yeah, definitely transport you to a world known to all of us, actually. 
called the human mind. The human mind. So we were thinking, we we're like, you know, what? That's what we were thinking. <laughs> so See, sometimes how, that's how our minds we work. We do a lot of homework. <laughs> it's the end of the day, and <laughs> that's all you can really think. I'm sure you've had these yeah. moments. Um. So, <laughs> how does the human mind work? It's a pretty complex thing that God created in each and every one of us. But I read this article the other day that not every person has a mind inside their brain. <laughs> okay, let's rephrase that, Dory. <laughs> All right, let's take that back. <laughs> a little rewind on that. Okay. okay. <laughs> not every person has a voice inside their head. There you go. There we go. You know that voice inside your head? We want, Okay, take a second. And have you guys ever thought, like, let's say... You're just looking at something. You're looking or at someone something. Or else let's say you talking. see someone. Yeah, so yeah, you yeah. see. So I see Dara. Mm-hmm. I see Dara. I yeah. say, oh, I want to say hi to Dara, but I don't know what to say. So what would I say to her? And I think in my head, oh, I'll say this. I'll say, hey, Dara, how are you? You look great. Love your shirt. Thanks. Thanks, so, Cassandra. Anyways. <laughs> anyways. Um... <laughs> That's that's what I would think in my uh-huh. head. Why? Because you have a voice inside your head. Right. Apparently, some people do not have a voice inside their head. Isn't that incredible? So, imagine, like, if you're watching a movie and someone's brushing their teeth and there's, like, someone narrating overwards. Now, people that don't have a voice inside their head, they've said in the past, wow, I wish, like, that was real life. I wish that would happen. That would make life so great. Because they legitimately if they're going to think about something they either have to read it or they have to verbally process it isn't that incredible so if you do have that voice inside your head do not take it for granted don't take it for granted also some people can't actually think yeah definitely do we'd love to hear like how many people have it versus don't because that's not something i ever thought about i thought yeah i thought it was just i had ones where you just thought everyone had one i have one yeah. Yeah. So when people verbally process, sometimes they're actually like they have processing. To. Like they yeah. have to process. So if you see someone that seems a little scatterbrained, don't you judge that person? They're just processing their life. You know, yeah. they're just trying to say what they're saying. Well, and like verbally process, verbal processing. Ver- yeah. Yeah. Hey. hey, I'm a little tired. I'm a little out of it right now. <laughs> what are your thoughts on verbal processing? I'm a big verbal processor. Were you waiting for their thoughts? Oh, you're asking your, my thoughts? Yeah, your thoughts. My thoughts on verbal processing are definitely, I'm a pro-verbal processing yeah. error. For, advocate. <laughs> advocate for verbal, verbal processing. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, um, I'm a big verbal processor. I've actually gotten a lot of comments about my verbal processing. Yeah, a lot of shade. America, there's a term for you. Shade has been thrown because people say, Cass... Something about you is that you really talk a lot. You say so many things. And I say, guys, I'm sorry, you know, I'm a verbal processor, but I know this person. And I see, oh, my goodness, there I am doing it again, mm-hmm. trying to explain verbally processing. Now, I do have that voice inside my head, but maybe I just like to process double. Or I don't know how that works. Well, I think that doesn't, like, if you don't have a voice inside your head, then you probably have to be a verbal processor. But even if you do have the voice inside your head, you can be a verbal processor or an internal processor. Yeah. So you have, like... Different degrees, yeah. I guess, of verbal processing yeah. and the necessity of it. I for think it. I'm a verbal processor, but I also have different moods. Like, there's mm. going to be some moods 
and sometimes where there are people that I just don't want to process to like I just rather process things like by myself and right, in right. my head yeah but then there are also other people that I just love talking to and so I just talk and talk and talk and talk yeah. and need to process things so it know? can depend on the situation it definitely really. depends on the situation and depends on my mood yeah definitely it's more fun to verbally process but it's more in my mind contemplative to contemplatively process hey. or to or even just to verbally process but by myself not to someone else because that's also something too like do you like to verbally process to someone else yeah. or just out loud by yourself yeah yeah america you want to hear a fun fact <laughs> so uh, last week we described me and dara's relationship uh-huh. this week um i just wanted to tell you guys that Dara and I had a little bit of a rocky start, actually. Oh, and this we? just kind of came into my head. Maybe maybe I'm verbal processing. Oh, oh hey. No. <laughs> Transform, transport. <laughs> so, anyways, we had a rocky start. Did we? Dara and I met, right? And you may have seen the picture oh, of us. Yeah. It's probably pretty famous by now. It's since, somewhere in the world. If you, so if you really our... desire to see us as four-year-olds together, yeah, just, I can send it to yeah, you. Just, just, just give us a shout. Give us a little holler. But anyways, so Dar and I grew up at Bible camps, as I've mm-hmm. mentioned before. But the thing was, is we would be in the same group every summer, right? She might be a little bit older than me. She's two mm-hmm. months older than me. So mm-hmm. she would turn, like, seven, and I would still be in the six-year-old group, and we would have to, like, stay down in yeah, age. I would, or I would stay have to down go in age so that so we'd be in the same Dar group. Dar was such a loyal friend to me, you guys. Like, very coming down to my group for me, right? And the funny thing is, we would be friends in the summer, bestest buds, Best right? Friends. Hanging out, go to each other's birthday parties. Mm-hmm. But then the next summer would come around, and you know as a kid how nine months of school is an eternity, right? Mm-hmm. It's a lifetime. You yeah. don't remember your friends from the summer. So <laughs> this is just a little bit of a rocky start for us. Um, um, I'm just trying to justify my own childhood. So I would remember Cass. Every would, summer yeah. I'd come back so excited to become best friends with her. But some summers, Cass wouldn't remember me. So every summer, it would go back and forth often on whether we would be best friends or whether she wouldn't remember me and we wouldn't become <laughs> friends at all that summer. And so there were summers where we hung out like just all the time and just really clicked and everything went well. And then there were summers where she hung out with all her other friends and I just was there. So it was kind of awkward, honestly. It, but we made it through it and we're here today. We are here today. And I, I don't hold anything against you. I think, thank you. Thank you for that. <laughs> You're welcome. There was this one time, though, <laughs> that I remember. This was so sad. I went to sit down. No, no. I saw Cass sitting down <laughs> at teaching time at Pebble Camp. And I was so excited because there was an open scene. She'd been hanging out with all her other friends. And I was like, wow, I'm so no, excited. I'm such a bad friend. <laughs> I was like, I'm so excited. There's a seat. Like, I actually get to, like, talk to her. Like, that's my <laughs> best friend. <laughs> and that's my best friend. I haven't got to talk to her. And I've just been all lonely. And then there was an open seat. So I was like, yeah. So I went and sat down next to her. <laughs> and she looked at me. And she asked if she could, if I would switch seats. Because she had, she was saving that seat for her friend. Oh, my God. <laughs> So I was like, yeah, I will. So I got up and switched and moved seats to somewhere else. And we didn't become friends anymore. Oh but now we are best friends. And if she ever says that someone else is her best friend, oh, bad things. Yikes. I guess I used up all of my bad friendship in my childhood. <laughs> you can tell some stories about my bad on. friendship. Well, I'll have to get back to you on that, America, because Dara did remember me as... Kids. Oh, we have a lot of stories, though. 
<sighs> that we could share in this podcast. Wow, we do. We have all of our laughing stories. Oh boy, should we even get into that tonight? Probably not tonight. Not tonight. Um, oh, but America, too long. you are in for one episode treat. that'll do like a whole episode is just yeah. our laughing stories because Cass and I are big gigglers. And it's not our fault, you know, Papua New Guinea, remember that? Laughing death. We don't even know, you know. Maybe you know it's a I'm disease saying? we have. Yeah. But it, maybe not. It hits us at the worst moments, honestly. Oh, goodness. Often when I'm on stage. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about it later, eh? Well, yeah. No, just, yeah. just keep that but in mind. But that's a little bit into the history of our friendship. <laughs> not all friendships start. are perfect. And that is to say, if you are in a friendship right now that is like, oh, no. I feel like maybe we're having some complications. You work through that friendship. Do you understand me? Yeah. As long as it's the Lord's will that you stay in that friendship and Mm -hmm. you stay pursuing it, you work through that because we're living proof that sometimes you forget your friends. But if it's not the Lord's will, then let them go. Yeah, definitely let them go. But just stay close to the Lord and you'll know what to do. Stay close to the Lord. Yeah. That actually kind of segues us into our final topic for the night. We wanted to get a little more serious with you guys mm-hmm. on just, like, intellectual and scriptural topics. Mm-hmm. So we're not going to go crazy having a sermon or anything. But something that Dara and I do is we do a Bible study with um, some teenage girls. girls. Yep. Should we give them a shout-out? <sighs> yeah. All right. <laughs> we do a Bible study with Mariah and Cadence. Whoop, whoop. And sometimes other kids, like all these wonderful girls on my volleyball team. We but, love um, them. We love them so dearly. They're like our little mini-me's. Yeah. And we like to mentor them and <laughs> make them food. We like to have them make us food. Oh, yes. Tip for life. Get a teenage girl that will loves to make you food. It's the well, best Well, I don't know investment. if they love to make us food, but well, we love to ask them to yes, make us food. Yes, we do. And Oof. we love to make them food. We take them on adventures. They have fun. We love food, pretty yeah. much. Yeah. Anyway, so we do this Bible study on Wednesdays. And right now, we just started Ephesians. Mm-hmm. And our little project, our assignment, whatever you want to call it, for the next few weeks is we're memorizing Ephesians 6. So if you're not familiar with Ephesians 6, it's... The chapter that basically talks about, like, putting on the whole armor of God and protecting Uh yourself against, like, the fiery darts of Satan. It also talks about things like obeying your parents and things like that. But that's really what it's known for is the armor of God. It's a really important chapter, and it's something that all Christians should have an understanding of, especially. But honestly, uh, we just want to challenge you guys to memorize this chapter. We don't have it memorized yet, but that's our goal is to memorize it this Mm -hmm. week and the next coming weeks. Um, Because this life is not just the things that you see in the world. There are spiritual things going on, and you need to have an understanding of that. But take heart, because if you have Jesus in your heart, then you have nothing to fear. But you should... Be wise. Don't be ignorant on these issues. Gain the wisdom and knowledge to be able to fight those dark powers and fight them with Christ. But Christ has conquered the worlds, and God is bigger than anything we can ever imagine. So don't ever be fearful. Fear is just a big old lie. So don't be fearful. Have courage, but also gain wisdom, gain insight, and draw closer to the Lord. And through memorizing Scripture, you will draw closer to the Lord. Yeah, absolutely. So we won't have the whole thing memorized by next week, but yeah. we will have a good portion of it. So mm-hmm. we'd encourage you guys to also start memorizing Ephesians 6. Mm-hmm. And if you have another passage or anything, reach out to us. Tell us, hey. 
If you have any questions about it, um, or if you just want to talk about it, reach out to us. Yeah. We love to hear from our viewers. Mm -hmm. So, wow. That was a lot of talking. Definitely. A lot of talking. Woo-wee. Um, don't forget, give us your pictures, your drawings. We cannot wait to see them. And keep practicing the get-up. Keep practicing. If you don't remember anything else from tonight, remember Ephesians this. Ephesians 6. Ephesians 6, most important. Most that important. is actually so serious, America. We're very serious about that. Next thing, los get-up. Los get-up. De la dancio. You know, you want... <laughs> <laughs> By Lar. <laughs> anyway, close enough, close enough. Next week, we'll, we will be speaking Spanish. So Espanol, if you will. Espanol. Um, so, we took four years of that, so... We're pretty fluent. Uh, and by fluent, we mean not fluent at all. Fluent at all. Shh. <laughs> um, okay, what else do we... Italian. The get up, Italiano. Italiano. But don't forget the Swedish. <laughs> I realized that was the same accent. Forgive <laughs> me. And yeah, just stick with the four pillars. Three pillars. <laughs> Three pillars. <laughs> so, America, we love you guys. We love talking to you guys. We love talking at you guys. We love talking too much. And we're so glad that you're here with us. And we are signing off. Are you ready? So, mayhaps. <laughs> <laughs>